1: coming to you from the Evergy room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens-Ajibalande.
2: Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Got quick hire in the house, E.
3: I am so excited. We have my friend Deborah Gladney in the house. Yay. Hey. Hi <laughs> and we have Miss Angela Mwesi-Hall. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Welcome, ladies.
4: Thanks. Thank you.
2: Uh, Thank you for is, having us. This is yeah. cool. Yeah, this, this is, is real so cool. cool. This
0: is cool for us. So yeah.
3: tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do.
0: Yeah. All right. So who we are. That's such a load of questions because there's so, that's, there's so many facets to us. But... Um, just quick hire in a nutshell, though, we are a career discovery platform for the service economy. So, what that means is we try to help people in the service economy find the right job. And what we're really trying to do
4: now, our long term vision is to help them continue to advance in their
0: careers. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and also, if, in case you don't know, we are sisters. Yes, we yeah. are. We're <laughs> sisters. Um, we're from Wichita. Uh, our parents migrated. Um, to the states from Uganda. Yes, and we found our way here. We have there's five of us, and we're the last of of five. Yes. and so, um, yeah, we're we're really excited to talk about Quick Hire. Lots lots have been happening for us. Mm-hmm. Oh my! But yeah, we're we're excited to be here.
3: I, that is awesome. So you told mm-hmm. us a little bit about who you are. The youngest of five children, um, and your parents um, are immigrants. Yes, and so you are here, and you went to, remind me, because neither one of you have a degree in tech, right? Nope.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, not, at, not at all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I'm curious. I know we're going to get into it, but I, and I just want to jump right in because like, yeah. no, I I I, there's so many questions I want to ask you. Neither of you have a tech background. In fact, could you tell us what your backgrounds are?
4: Yeah. So I have a background working in education and career advisement. Before I went or started Quick Hire, I was uh, a student advisor at the University of Southern California, but I mainly worked at high schools as mm-hmm. like, a college counselor and career advisor.
3: And that was studied. Angela, by the way. Yes. yes. And
4: mm-hmm. she studied biology. Yes. so <laughs> She's probably the closest because at least she did something
0: STEM-related. <laughs> <laughs> <Life> <laughs> learning life life related. Yeah. Learning about cells and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I studied journalism. Okay. Um, so I wanted to be a TV news reporter for the longest time, um, but then I got interested in more public relations. So um, before starting Quick Hire, I had worked for a number of different corporate communications teams, including Coke Industries. I worked at Spirit. Um, I worked at a few PR firms, and then I started doing my own PR consulting uh, before before doing Quick Hire.
3: Mm-hmm. That's awesome, and then. <laughs> You decided one day, hey, I mean, like, what's the story? <laughs> <laughs> you just
4: that? Yes, what? yes. And it's quite it's really the random. right, right. It's quite the story. So during my time working in schools, um, I had one particular incident where a student was trying to find a local job opportunity in retail or grocery store. And she didn't have a computer of her own. So she came to my office and she had all these paper applications. And the school that I worked at, it was very poorly funded. They didn't have computers uh, for students to use. So she needed to utilize my computer to continue her job search. And it struck me in that moment that while it's been quite some time since myself, Deborah, or our parents who you know, raised our family off of jobs like these, um, since we've applied to, to jobs uh, such as those the process is still the same. Mm. You may have to walk around to see that help wanted sign in the window just for them to give you a paper application um, or send you to several different websites that take forever to uh, fill out. Um, And so I told Deborah about this. And then also I realized that while I was working in the schools, if you were college bound, there were so many resources for you. There were so many people that were really going out of their way to advise you, to help you, to inspire you, to tell you what you should be doing in your lives, giving you options to opportunity. But if you weren't, there were no resources given to these students. Mm -hmm. Literally, we had students that that dropped out and it was like, good luck to you, or they just weren't going to college and it was like, best of luck. Gave them no opportunity, no resources or guidance. So I realized that it wasn't just finding those opportunities, but also um, understanding that these are careers. You can enter in as you know a cashier today and work your way up to be a district manager. Um, and so I started talking to this about Deborah, and this conversation probably was around 2017. And I was like, we have to do something about this. This is going to help so many people find opportunity in skill trade, service industry, those non-degree requiring. Right. Um, career uh, choices, and so we started talking about it in 2017. And Deborah would always be like, "That's that's a great idea. Like, <laughs> you should totally do it." And I was like, "No, no, 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 we got to do it together. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's think about it instead of applying. They can swipe to apply. All the cool things." And she's like, "Cool, go do it. Go do it." <laughs> and you know, life happens. I just continued working in education and continuing on. But when um, COVID happened. We saw all so many people, millions of people lost their jobs, mm-hmm. needed to reskill. Uh, and Deborah actually called me. I always say this. She called me one day at four o'clock in the morning. being dramatic. No, it was 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> <to> you. <laughs> it was 4 a.m. I thought there was a crisis. Um, and I answered the phone and she was like, we got to do that app. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> the job app. We have to do it. Millions of people need help right now. We got to figure this out. And I was like, okay, let's. Let's call in like four six. hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was since that time, since that phone call, like we hit the ground running. That was probably in April of 2020. And we put pen to paper then and hit the ground running since that time. So uh, that was kind of the wow. origin story. <laughs>
3: that is awesome. Do you yeah. remember it the same, Deborah?
0: It was not.
3: It was 4, four o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah,
4: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like she says that for shock. No, factor. it was four o'clock in the morning. I believe you. I believe yes. you.
2: Yes. <laughs> Sounds like sisters. Yes. Okay. yes. I'm just asking. Don. Oh. <laughs> so are you saying, but for COVID, this wouldn't have happened?
0: That's a. Ve- that's a very good possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. At least for me speaking, I don't think I would have been involved because before then, I always saw it as Angie's thing. Angie's thing that was on her vision board. She had mm-hmm. it on her vision board one year. Um, she talked a lot about it because she had friends that were in tech that built their own tech companies. And for me, I'm just a risk averse. I don't know anything about tech. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I have no interest in that. Mm-hmm. So up until that moment, it was always her thing. Her that I I hoped one day she would pursue.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, yeah, if it weren't for COVID, I definitely can say, like, it, I wouldn't have been involved with it at all.
4: Yeah, um, that was definitely the the catalyst, because even just COVID made you stop and reevaluate so many things in your life. And um, but getting Deborah on board. Deborah is such a go-getter. She is, set, like, since we were a child, like, anything that she put her mind to, she was like, nothing's going to stop me. It, you know, we're going to get this done. So once I got that call, I literally looked at my husband. It was 4 o'clock in the morning. He's like, <laughs> what's going on? I'm like, it's happening. <laughs> we're building this out. <laughs> so bored. Bored. We're going to have, yes. Oh, but, I mean, she's the type of person that while this was happening, she had a fresh newborn mm-hmm. and mm. was go. Creating PowerPoints and uh, going through developer slides and, and things like that. That's just the type of person that she is. And so, um, you know, having that vision, but also get, finding a, a partner on your business to really put that fire into it mm-hmm. um, was something that I definitely needed. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what would have happened if it wasn't for COVID, but it was definitely a catalyst for us to get going.
2: So, you shared. What happened at 4 a.m. ish? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: Maybe it was
2: 4.15. <laughs> so take us from the 4 a.m. call mm-hmm. to how you got funding. For one, was it $1.4 uh-huh. If I remember right. That's when I, I heard about you folks. So yeah. give us the steps. Give our audience the steps. How did that happen? Yeah. From the 4 a.m. call. What all took place? Yeah. Um, so to make that happen.
0: When we decided to go ahead and work on it, we we're like, okay, now we want to do it. but What in the world do we do? Yeah. Um, and so the first thing that we did was we put our idea in a PowerPoint. We mm-hmm. still have that PowerPoint. It's very ugly, mm-hmm. um, but <laughs> <laughs> we at least wanted to put out like, like think through. Okay, what what is this? What would it do? What kind of gaps would it fill? So our first step was a PowerPoint. Then from there. Um the good thing about us is that at that moment in time, we had both established some networks. So Angie had a few friends that worked in tech, as did I. And so we started picking people's brains. So we're like, before we spend a dollar, like, let's just try to get as much information as we can mm-hmm. um, and see how other people have built platforms before. And that was probably the best thing that we could have done, because there was a lot of things that... We could have done incorrectly because we didn't even know the difference between like a UI UX person and a developer yeah. and learning that, you know, the, a user experience, user interf- interface type of person. I had no idea that that was even different. I didn't even know what they did. U-I-U-X. UI UX. Mm-hmm. UI UX. So that's the person that like designs the platform. Yeah. It gives it the look, gives and, it the look and the feel. So flow. that's not
3: the developer. And right. it's not
0: the developer, the person that puts the code like yeah. that actually makes okay. it work. Mm-hmm. I thought it was all one person. Yeah. Right? I was like, but it, you it's know, too different. that was like huge for us. Like somebody, one of her friends was like, no, find a really good UI UX person first.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: who, And then from there, then you find a separate developer. Mm-hmm. Very rarely can it be one person. Mm-hmm. Um, but things like that, like we just did not even know. Mm-hmm. Um, so then from there, we went on platforms like Upwork that had, you know, contractors that did some of these things. And um, we were able to find somebody that could at least start designing it for us. Mm -hmm. And then the expense of it, like, we had no funding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, we literally were paying people, like, by the day. We're like, we only
4: got... Yeah. Yeah, With
0: this much money, just just, we can only afford five hours.
4: Do
0: not go beyond five hours. Yeah. If it's like
4: halfway done. Stop. Stop where you are. Stop. Yeah.
0: And we had to do that. Like we tried to research how to get funding. We would go on venture capital websites and they were like, oh, we fund at day zero. So we would reach out to them, but they would always say, oh, you're too early. So we knew that that was a lie as far as like the day zero thing. not day zero. Yeah, Yeah. not day zero. (laughs) Um, So it was a lot of that. So we realized we had to just bootstrap. And honestly, like we just put one foot in front of the other. It was like one thing. Like we were finally able to scrap enough to at least get the design of it. Mm -hmm. And then from there, then it was like, okay, now we can code it. But we did a lot even just with the design because we can at least show people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not working, but we can show you our vision for it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that helped a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But then from there, we're like, if we can just get it to the point of like it being in the app store, if we can find a developer who can help us at least get it to the app store, it might be ugly. It might not be working that great. Mm-hmm. But if we can at least get it to the App Store, then we can at least start getting some user acquisition, mm-hmm. and some validation. So we were able to launch in the App Store of September
4: 2020. Yeah, But it took a lot to get there. Um, When people were talking about pull yourself up by the bootstraps, we Mm -hmm. were like wearing Crocs. I mean, we
2: didn't have a boot.
4: (laughs) We didn't have a boot. We didn't have a strap.
2: We didn't have
4: anything. So when Deborah was saying that we were going from paycheck to paycheck, um, like I made the choice of like you know, emptied out my 401k so that we can, uh, you know, fund this and Mm -hmm. savings. And Deborah has children. She has three kids, Mm -hmm. you know. So there was a lot of things that we put on the line um, just to get it in the app store so we can get it into people's hands and things like that. Uh, But it was a lot of risks that we took during that time. I decided to leave my job. I was Mm -hmm. living in downtown Los Angeles. um, And there was, of course, a lot of Wow. Uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was lots of riots happening and s- civil unrest. And there was... Fires. What? Fires. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. It was everything. And one day I looked at my husband and I said, hey, there's an opportunity that we have going on with Quick Hire. You can work remote. Let's move back to Wichita and see what we can do here. And so Deborah was gracious enough to let us, you know, come into uh, their basement. And we just were every night and day <laughs> working on Quick Hire until so we got it into the app store, and and so it was definitely a great moment in time of collaboration to, to make it happen. That's yeah. so
3: awesome. Yeah.
2: So, why do you think you received funding for 1.4 million? Mm-hmm. What was the tipping point that made the wallet open?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we just worked really hard. So, like, because people, even though we got it into the app store, this was September 2020. We didn't get funding until October 2021. Okay, mm-hmm. so like. September 2020 even though we had a product it still wasn't enough and Mm -hmm. you know that's one thing that we realized okay we're going to be going up against you know um, we're just going to have to keep coming to the table with more Mm -hmm. so um, I think that why we got that funding is because we came to the table with more than your average so like by the time we got funded in October 2020 we had we not only had job seekers thousands of job seekers on our platform, mm-hmm. but we had paying customers too. Yeah. We had paying companies nice. on our platform. So mm-hmm. um you know, a lot of people are able to get funding before yeah. doing all of that. Just on idea. Just on idea alone. <laughs> right. We right, weren't. Exactly. We weren't. And so but we knew that we're like, you know what, we're just gonna hustle and just figure it out. Mm-hmm. And that's just really what we did. Like we literally, once the, the thing was live, Angie and I, we took our laptops and drove around business to business, just signing up companies. Mm -hmm. Like we would just walk in. Wow. And we're like, hey, even at first, like the first couple, it was free. We're like, hey, like let's just just trying to get people on our platform. Yeah. Um, it really, it really took that. Mm -hmm. Um, but all of that helped us to get enough like validation so that when we were work when we came to these venture capitalists, we're like, we got ten thousand job seekers. We got this amount of recurring mm-hmm. revenue. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what do you have to offer us? And mm-hmm. honestly, it was really empowering nice. to 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 come to the table with that as well.
2: Yeah. Wow. Well, I I can ask one more question. Yeah. You know, well, I'm about entrepreneurship. <laughs> I love this. So, without proprietary information or whatever, what does your app do? That ex- why is it so good? Why yeah. do people open up their wallets? Why?
0: It's a very good question. I think first and foremost, well, first off, the reason why we went after this idea during right now is because we knew it was going to be a unique moment in time. While it's an idea that Angie's had for a while, we knew that there were going to be some shifts in the marketplace that were going to require people to think differently about their talent. Um, And, you know, the whole like quality over quantity the market was going to force them to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for us, our platform is is all about that. So what makes this different is, first and foremost, people can't just come to our platform and spray their resume everywhere looking for a paycheck mm-hmm. and not a career. Mm-hmm. They All of our job seekers, they go through an onboarding process mm-hmm. um, because we want people to put some sweat equity into their careers and right. what they do um, and putting their best foot forward. Um, And then from there, then we match them with, like, the right jobs and career opportunities and things like that. But, again, it's about, like, we know that, like, our people are Mm -hmm. our product on our platform. That is, like, the better that our people are on our platform, the better talent we're going to provide for employers. And so that's why we really try to be a people-first, job-seeker-first type of platform.
4: Yeah. But we really wanted to focus in on this portion of the workforce, the non-traditional education, um, individual, um, even when we were doing a lot of discovery, we talked to several businesses and they would use terms talking about blue collar workers that were just, that just lack dignity and call them unskilled Mm-mm. or, or yeah. things like that. And yeah. it's like, it takes a lot of skill to be a server. It mm. takes a lot of skill, right. you know, to, to work in skilled trade and things like that. Absolutely. And so we need to create a platform that, you know, really shows them the dignity that they have yeah. and make it, des- design it in a way that, shows them the opportunity that they can get and how they can progress. Um, And so even just the way that we use um, our platform to make it easy for people to apply. So if you don't have a resume, you can have an intro video where you can show your soft skills and all of that good stuff. Um, If you let that sweat equity that we talk about, if you put your best foot forward in your profile and really fill it out, really make it stellar, um, you can go ahead and schedule your interview. Um, for a job that you're a match with. You don't have to just apply and hope someone calls you right. back to see, will I ever get mm-hmm. get that call? So we're really trying wow. to put dignity into this workforce. I feel like they have just been neglected for so many years, and it's time that we show them. Um, I mean, they are the backbone of this economy. Think about yeah. during COVID, how many yep. delivery drivers and people that were working in manufacturing that were keeping our country going, and they were at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in our it's really important for our platform that works for them and and helps our community grow yeah
3: i love everything about that the Mm -hmm. dignity of it all you know to have them feel um that they are wanted that they are Mm -hmm. needed and they bring value right um that's that's critical thank you for sharing that and Mm -hmm. thank you for doing that well it's now time for us to hear a word from our sponsors but we'll be back to hear more from our friends from quick hire angie and deborah
1: severe weather whether it's hail, wind, rain or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages.
0: At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you
4: every step of the way. Visit evergy.com staysafe stay safe to learn more.
1: The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce, success for our
4: members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address. Welcome back, friends. We are here with our
3: friends from Quick Hire, and we're learning about their entrepreneurial journey. So we left off talking about, you know, having the employees bringing value and feeling dignity um, in the work that they provide. But could you talk a little bit about the app itself and the process Mm -hmm. um, of putting your resume in, the coaching that might go on? And you talked about video
0: interviews, right? Mm -hmm.
3: It's a concept that we've been talking about, but you guys are actually putting it into practice. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about what that looks like.
0: Yeah, so any job seeker will come to our platform and they'll go through our onboarding process. So essentially we will ask them just a, a number of questions about who they are, what they do, what they're interested in, their skills, um, et cetera. And then as Asia was saying, they have the option, if they don't have a resume, they can upload an intro video, they can insert a link to like a website if they have a design website or something like that, mm-hmm. just trying to um, broaden Um, just how they can present themselves. Um, Another thing that we ask them as well is what they do today and what they want to do in the future. Um, And so then based on that, we connect them to what we call the three C's. So that's career, competency, and community tools. Mm -hmm. So competency, this is an area that we're really looking to grow in this year, is just really different trainings um, that can help them get to the next level, get to where it is that they want to do. Um, so that is a an ongoing um, development area for us. Um, community, we offer um, potential connections, suggested connections based on their goals. So unlike other platforms where it might be based on like where you went to school mm-hmm. or pedigree or like who might be in your network. We instead are saying, okay, today you're a server and you want to be a bartender. We'll probably suggest other bartenders in your area or bar owners in your area. Just trying to introduce the net, the concept of networking. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to help them get to the next level, though, not just mindless like, you know, mm-hmm. connections. And then the last thing is career tools. So we'll obviously connect them with the jobs that we think are the best match for them, but also we. Um, offer them what we call a career health score. It's kind of like a credit score Mm -hmm. um, where they can get a good snapshot of their career health and things Mm -hmm. that might be um, a hindrance. So like if they have a lot of gaps in their work history Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, one of the things that we're looking to continue to incorporate is feedback on the platform so let's say if they've had some interviews that didn't go so well getting that feedback not Mm -hmm. just saying you didn't get the job but like what it how can i improve Mm -hmm. just different things that can help them continue to succeed Um, so those are the three things that we really try to connect with and this year it's really about like developing each segment of the three c's is Mm -hmm. really what we're focused on right love
3: that and as an employer
0: yes uh, so as an employer, um, employers will come to our platform and they also will go through an onboarding process. Um, we want to get to a place where we want to kind of be like the e-harmony of jobs where we're yeah. making good mm-hmm. matches on both sides. And mm-hmm. so this is a process that we hope to continue to refine where we can ask even ask employers the right questions as well to help make better matches on both ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do ask them a set of onboarding questions um, that kind of help us at least um, match people with like the right industries and skills and like things that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a pretty quick process, about an eight-step process. Um, and then from there, they can post a job. They also have access to um, something we're rolling out this year, which is called Quick Hire Grow, where they can actually virtually manage their talent, mm-hmm. um, be connected to those career goals that people inputted, um, also, they can track different things about their workforce, like satisfaction or even different market insights as well. So like if let's say that they're interested in going to a new market, actually seeing like, oh, there's a surplus in um, I don't know, uh, plumbers in this X market might be a great place for you to, to, to open up. Mm-hmm. Or let's say, um, you know, if they're wanting to post a position and they're, they're wanting to pay a certain hourly rate. Our system can show them, well, hey, actually in the area, people are looking at about $13 an hour for this oh, wow. type of position. Mm-hmm. So really trying to get them to think a lot smarter mm-hmm. about their talent so that they can hire the right talent and retain the right talent as well. So mm-hmm. that's something that we're continuing to develop.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I had mentioned was scheduling. And, and that came about because – we had a lot of employers and you see it now. You can drive around and they're like open interviews from three to five yeah. mm-hmm, um, yeah. or they're, they're like, oh, anyone could just walk in at 11. But no one knows no about one knows. it. No yeah. one knows. And so if you have those open hours and you have these basic requirements that you need, oh, they just need to be 18 or whatever the case may be put that in the app, like, let's make it easy for you. And so um, they can easily set up their schedule within Quick Hire, put the um, necessary requirements for that job and (coughs) you will get applicants just, you'll be able to see who's booking, who's confirmed, who wants to reschedule, who, um, all of that good stuff. It's all in
3: one place. It's all in one
4: place, yeah. Yeah. And so now we have uh, customers that they set their schedule and people are constantly just coming in, um, which has been great.
3: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I love everything about that because one of the tools that we use for large industry um, through economic development is um, very similar to that. And to have it at this level for these small businesses mm-hmm. is key, yeah. even to understand what the average pay yeah. is and that you may be below that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that is critical. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's pretty dope. I'm excited about that. Um, tell me what you know. What can we as a community be doing to help support your business? What do you need from us?
0: That's a very good (laughs) question. Because, I mean, this is exciting.
3: Mm -hmm. You know, to see two women of color from Wichita, Kansas, in this tech space Mm -hmm. is unprecedented Mm -hmm. here. And it it fills me with pride. And I hope that it fills our community with pride. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, what can we do? Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, I think that we probably have difference in opinions on this, but one of the things for me is just the support of the whole ecosystem. Um, And I think all of us have been a part of different conversations about the Wichita ecosystem, but especially as an entrepreneur here, it's like all of the elements working together well and supporting one another that I feel like is what really helps us. So like, for instance, we are officing out of Groover Labs, which Mm -hmm. is like um, a co-working space for tech companies. And just having that infrastructure is is so helpful and having more people wanting to be a part of that infrastructure and that ecosystem so that like if we run into an issue, I can just pop over to the office nearby and ask a question and be like, hey, how'd you handle this, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to work if we're not all invested in really um you know just the ecosystem within wichita um also i think as as we explore um new business opportunities giving entrepreneurs that chance yes yeah. that appetite for risk um that we talk about just you know giving a quick hire a chance over an indeed mm-hmm. one because we're homegrown yeah. taking that pride and also because like we, we know you, we care about you versus like, you know, somebody at Indeed, all you get is an 800 number. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think it's just really wanting people to see Wichita win and being invested in um, just the Wichita ecosystem would be big for me. Love that. Yeah, that's the
4: main thing for me is to to utilize quick hire. I mean, <laughs> if you are a business you know, sign up with us if you are looking for a job, download the app, um, all of all of that. We really want to create. Uh, we want to be in Wichita and we want to grow in Wichita. Mm-hmm. And before we go off to other markets, we really want to create a bla- a playbook um, that works well in our city and and really help our community first before going elsewhere. And the big thing for that is for businesses, like Deborah said, to really take a chance on us and want to uh, go with us before something else. else. And so um, utilizing us, signing up with us, talking to us, all of that. How do we contact you? What what
3: is your website and where's the app? Where do we find it? Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. So our website is getquickhire.com. You can email us at hello at getquickhire.com and we'll respond right away. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you can find our app in the app store if you just search Quick Hire. And Google Play. And Google Play. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You can find us in both if you search Quick Hire with a purple app. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also on social media, we're Get Quick Hire on like all the platforms like mm-hmm. Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook. Yep. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you can find us pretty much anywhere. So you're accessible. Oh, yes. yes. So we,
3: all we have to do is get plugged in. Yes. So what type of companies do you want um, mm-hmm. to connect with you? Who's, who's best fit for this platform?
0: Good question. Because mm-hmm. we are still, you know, when you talk about product market fit and really trying mm-hmm. to find the right customer for your business, we're still in that exploration phase still. Even, mm-hmm. even though now we have funding and all of that, but, like, there's so much that we have yet to achieve Um, So even with the customers, we're still doing some customer discovery. Mm -hmm. We for sure know that we want companies that have opportunities that do not require a four-year college degree. Mm -hmm. That is one of the things that we're definitely looking at. Um, We have really narrowed in on service industry to start because obviously if we do that, it would be so broad. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we've been working a lot with like restaurants and retail and hospitality, Mm -hmm. um, those kind of frontline customer service positions. Um, we are starting to branch out into other areas that are more in the skill trade area. So we definitely still welcome those conversations, even though we may not work with you immediately mm-hmm. um, laying that foundation and dreaming together what the possibilities could look like yeah. for us is, is, is a win. Mm-hmm. So it will really d- help us determine where we need to go next.
3: No, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And very last question that I have for you. And I know Don is chomping at the bit mm-hmm. to, to talk again, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm curious. Um, with all this excitement and all these things that you have uh going on, what scares you? Mm.
0: Oh gosh. All of it.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of that. Yeah.
0: All oh my goodness. Scares me. As in, like, you know, because I mean, what so much is given, much is required, type yes. of thing. And I think that um I think we've had a lot of spotlight on us lately in that. Sometimes that pressure, Mm -hmm. it it can be very scary. And, you know, but it's it's interesting because I just think about this, like, we have almost all our lives always been in that position where we've had to, like, realize that we're representing more than ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that most of us can relate to that Um, walking into a classroom and I'm the only one that looks like me. So it's like, I got to be mindful of what I say, because whatever I say, they're going to be like, this is... This is like the whole community, community, representative of the whole community. Mm -hmm. But so it almost feels like that times 10, because going into this, we're like, you know, we just want to help people connect to jobs, you know. But we quickly started to find out like this is way more than that. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, there's that pressure that comes with it and wanting to like do right by the community, wanting to succeed, for the community, we wanted to succeed for our families because, like yeah. Angie said, like our families are so invested in this, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that 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 pressure is nerve wracking.
4: Oh yeah, and I mean, this is our first tech company. This is Deborah had a, her own her own PR firm before, but this is my first, you know, Any going into entrepreneurship. entrepreneurship experience. And whoo, what a ride it has yeah. been! Um, so <laughs> even just. Those decisions that you have to make, and wanting to make sure that you're making the right choice. Yes. Um And last t- last year, this time, we just hired our CTO, so right. we were first we had hire. our first hire, and it was a team of three. And now we had our we had our all staff meeting, and there was a team of ten now. Wow. Mm-mm. And which we are so excited about that growth, but we had a moment sure. where we were like, we are responsible oh, <laughs> for ten people. <laughs> They have kids. <laughs> they have kids. Families. All <laughs> of it. But they believe in what they're yeah. what we're doing. And they're yeah. so I mean, people are brought to tears when we're talking about our mission and mm-hmm. even when we're talking about um the lives that we've changed. Because we are a small startup. We have been able to really connect with our users and talk to them about their experience utilizing the app. And there'd be people saying, I haven't worked since COVID and I went on your your app and I got a job the next day in in uh, all of that. It's happening every single day. And so our team is really, really passionate. But because this is our our first big, you know, startup uh, company, just making sure you're really wanting to make every decision correctly and all of that. So, but I don't know, going through it, I never was scared, even though this was uh, my first experience into entrepreneurship. I never had this feeling that I can't do it Mm. or we can't do it. For some reason, I never had this fear. Um, Maybe it was because I was doing this with my sister that we have this tenacity about us. So it's like, we are going to figure this out. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to figure this out. So while I've been anxious, had some sleepless nights and on nerves and things like that, um, we are just so convicted on our mission um, and the purpose that we have that, I'm really not held too much by by fear. That
3: that is so amazing, and I, I know I keep saying I'm not asking any more questions, but I'm gonna make this comment: <laughs> is that you are right. I know, and you know, I've just now meeting you, but I've known Deborah for a number of years. And when you talk about tenacity, I know it's there. And I, this is gonna be something of a shock, but, you know, um, I play basketball a little bit. Mm. And- <laughs> And, um for the corporate challenge you know evergene was number one in the women's department there you and, go you know there you and, go and deborah was pretty you know set at beating us from yeah. court. Uh, she did whatever it took. Uh, and in my mind, I'm the same height as her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but on the court, it was pretty evident yeah. that she was getting all the rebounds. She was shooting threes, coming in today. It was too much. It yeah. was too much. I, I can't. <laughs> so I just have to say that. And so I was not pleased. That's... But I am very pleased with this endeavor. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Excellent. Uh, this has been a joy. I, you know, I'm just—I don't know how I'm feeling right now. I feel like a proud emotion. Yeah, like a proud <laughs> papa, and just met him. When I read it, I said, oh, that's cool." And, but uh, you know, after talking to you and you know, I'm, I'm only what one degree because you know, Bethany, my daughter. <laughs> came, I said, I, "I know these ladies," but uh, just one question and a statement. What's what's next? I'm not proprietary, but what can you share what's next for Quick Hire?
0: Yeah, so really honing in on that career development and retention is really, really where we want to develop more. Um, last year, we, we spent a lot of time on helping people find like the right job and like getting people into jobs and things like that. Um, but now we want to take it a step further Mm -hmm. and so that for us when we think about 2022 is really taking that next step and so a lot of features that are going to be coming out this year are going to be around that as far as like trying to help the job seeker advance and empowering the job seeker to continue to um, upskill or if they want to reskill or whatever it is just connecting them to what it is that will help them get to whatever goal that they may have. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have a lot of features coming out around that. And then even for the employer side, just more resources about how they can retain that talent because it's like, okay, we worked this. So we worked this hard to get the talent, but what is the point if they leave in two months, which Mm -hmm. is the average retention uh, retention rate in the service industry is only two months. So just the cost of it. And, um, and all of that, um, so a lot of the features are going to be um, very much focused focused around that.
2: Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent, and we could easily do a part two on this, and I <laughs> might uh, insist we might do a part two, maybe yes. a year. We'll yes. be doing this podcast for a while, <laughs> yes. but uh, just to see where you guys. Are yes, at. we'd love it. But uh, just a, a personal point: I was in Dallas see my grand over the weekend, and we were at a restaurant and I saw what I thought was Emmett Smith. I said, oh, and I asked the server, is that Emmett Smith? He said, cool, and I was good with that because I just wanted to confirm that I could recognize Emmett Smith. (laughs) I didn't go by, you know, I'm not that type of person. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you, I was not as much, I'm in such admiration of you folks way more than Emmett oh, Smith. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I didn't bother him or nothing. I would love to have lunch with you and pick your brain or whatever because you guys are the epitome of making it happen. I yeah. mean, and just to read about you, I'm just in awe. I mean, despite you went to Heights, it's oh, okay.
4: Come on now. <laughs> it's okay.
2: What? Heights Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood, all that. It's no, uh, time
3: to end the podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But, no, I'm just in true admiration. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, I feel like there's a connection, and I think the only connection is you know my daughter. You know, <laughs> you know and you, you know, grew, uh, grew up here and uh, went to school here, and it's a beautiful story. Yeah. Thank this so is, thank you for thank taking you. the time to uh, spend it with us. E?
3: Well, I you know, I, we're coming to the end, and we're going to have some uh, fun word association. Um, but the very last question that I just want to end with is, there was a movie about Ooh. the two of you. Yes. Oh. Yes, 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 who yes. Who would play your your roles? Oh, you probably
0: said. Who would you think I was going
4: to say? Gabrielle Jr. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> People what? always yes, said Gabrielle. that she looked like Gabrielle When he, I
0: was a kid, I used to get that all the time. All the time. Like, yeah, three kids later, that's not... Uh, that's yeah. not. <laughs> I don't get that anymore. Uh, who would play me? Wow. That is a really good question. Um... And you used to get Lauren Hill. So, probably Lauren uh, Hill. Yeah, I, I, I see love say Hill. You used to wow. Phil, Gabrielle Union. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gabrielle And they
4: sing. And she sings. So, like, that comes. She can too. We can do a little harmony right oh, now. it's good. You all want that? You all want that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah the I miss mean, Education of Lauren Hill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, thank
3: yeah. you, ladies. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah. 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 That's about you. the mo- what the title would be.
3: Oh, yeah. What would the title of it be? Well, the title of your book, if you had one? Oh, <laughs> what,
0: what were you saying about being tall?
4: Oh, it? my gosh. What, what when you're tall, you can have it all.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> a <of> good
2: one.
4: <laughs> She's 5'9", 5'10". So. Oh, yeah, wow. we're very tall people. Um, Excellent. And you can grab it all, too. You, you can grab it all. On the top shelf. <laughs> I,
2: like that. All. <laughs> I like that. Excellent. Well, we're going to have some, well, we've already started having fun, but yeah. <laughs> we're going to have some more fun. Uh word association. going to give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Okay. Are you ready?
0: Okay. Oh, do we do this one at a time yes. or just however you, however you want it? It's okay. your, your Let's show. Let's together. Okay. Leader. Obama?
2: Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> that was the first thing that came it? Yeah. Success. I mean, I'm just like
4: full. I don't know. I don't know. Achievement. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: Here you go. Entrepreneur. Uh,
4: I have. I would say multifaceted. What would you say? I would say chances.
2: Excellent. Mm -hmm. Wichita.
4: Talent. Opportunity. Hero. Our parents. Yes. Yeah.
2: Sticking with that family. Yep. Yep.
4: Um, Shout out to Uganda. No.
2: Nice.
0: Yeah, Uganda, Uganda, that's a big one. And I would say boys. Oh, yeah. Because I I have three boys and a a husband. Oh, wow.
2: The chamber.
0: So supportive. Supportive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Connected. Yeah. Connector.
2: Vacation.
4: Needed. Yes, I was going
0: to say that too. Needed.
4: <laughs>
2: I need fun.
4: I like to sleep. Yeah. Sleep. Was, <laughs> <to> sleep. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say daily because daily you need to incorporate some kind of fun. Oh, Even right. if it's just banter. You need nice. to have something.
2: Just a couple of more. Failure.
4: Inevitable. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> save
2: thing. Wow. Inevitable. Yeah. Okay. Last but not least, and you got to tell the truth on this one. Uh-oh. Beverage. Root beer. <laughs> I love root <fruit> beer. <laughs> uh, wine after yes. I drink some go. wine
4: after <laughs> some of the days I've had.
3: <laughs> Sounds like Angela and I will be hanging yes. Yes. out. Uh,
2: <laughs> excellent. We truly, truly in admiration appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you.
0: Thank you for having
4: thank us.
3: Thank you so this much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for sharing your story and sharing a little bit of insight about who you are personally. So thank you. Friends, we've come to the end of our segment today. Make certain that you like us and share us with all of your uh, friends and family. Make certain that you make a comment at the bottom and let us know who you'd like to hear from next. Till next time.
1: Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net.